Hey, and welcome to the world of small talk, where we have small conversations with deep implications. I'm your host, Nate Pearson. And I'm Ronald Taylor. And we are back with episode nine. We back, baby. We back. Been doing we're it for over 10 two months. Olds. I know. Oh, it's actually been like three, if you count the weeks we skipped, like, yeah. or we couldn't. That, oof. Crazy. All right. Um. So, update on the Istanbul airport issue that we discussed last week. Um, this is the final update. They said we've called her and successfully called her successfully and her documents with her purse were found at the airport. She is coming home soon and thanks a lot of for you guys for your help and support through the whole thing. Yep. Dang. They didn't they give any her. more details or anything? No. Nope. I don't know. What? I guess it must have been more of a personal matter, but she has been found and safely like, is coming home. Granny's alive. Granny's alive. Uh, why so are wild. her documents at the airport? I feel like we were so much more invested than just a, hey, we found her. Everything's cool. Like, I no, know. I want to know details. Like, what happened to Granny? Was she trying to run away? <laughs> they, had grandpa was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> they had to sign an NDA. <laughs> they can't disclose <laughs> the information now. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, she like stumbled across one of the men in black or something. And so the whole family be. had to sign an NDA. And That's the only logical like, conclusion. I'll up in some of Istanbul's like Area 51 correspondence or something. I don't know. Oof. Well, are you ready to hop into our first topic? Yeah, let's do it. They're not going to have to know how to react without all the small talk at the beginning of small talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my mother assaulted my wife while she was pressing my or holding my one-year-old son. Should I press charges? I was at work Monday and I noticed I had a voicemail. I opened it. It was my wife and my one-year-old son screaming. I tried to call my wife back, but there was no answer. I called multiple times, but still no answer. So I called my mom because we all lived together, and she told me my wife had tripped and fell through a wall. I told her to let me talk to my wife, which she did very calmly. My wife told me the same thing and told me she was in great pain. Things weren't adding up in my head, and more the more we talked, it took the more we talked, and it took until the end of my shift, but I got the truth. Unbeknownst to me, my mother had marched upstairs and punched my wife in the face pulled her hair and pushed her through the wall while she had my one-year-old son. So this is intense. Um, in her arms, she took my wife's phone captive so she couldn't call for help, which is why I couldn't reach her and had a threatened to hurt her worse if she told anyone. After confronting my mom about what she did, she started shoving me and telling me I wasn't going to do anything about it. I couldn't put my hands on my mom, so I walked away. And we all grabbed what we could and left. We got my wife and son um, to the hospital where she's going to speak to an officer. Pictures were taken of the bruising on my wife's face and body. She was uh, she has severe bruising to her jaw, ball, and temple. My son is okay physically, but he hasn't been acting the same. We have the option to press charges, and I'm so torn. My mom's was the only my only blood family member I have. We've been through so much together. Should I throw my mom in jail for this? She isn't the person I used to know anymore, but am I going to be able to live with myself if I go through these charges? I haven't been able to stop crying. The detective is going to call any time now, and this is the hardest thing I've ever been faced with. Bro, that's yes. so tough. Like, that is super heavy. Um, for one, <laughs> for a second, I tried to, like, I tried to put myself in those shoes, but with like my family members, 
And I was like, man, if my mom did that to Rachel, she would have caught hands because Rachel would have gone <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. I, like she would have caught hands because <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's like, you know, it, it's really it. hard. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I was, you go ahead. I won't let you finish your thought. It's really hard to put into perspective, like who these people are and the size of them and, you know, so on and so forth when you're only dealing with text. Uh, well, I mean, she was also like, even if she could fight back, she was holding her son when it happened. Oh, yeah. So that All I need instantly is bro. puts you in disadvantage. <laughs> this mom could be like some backwoods hillbilly built like a truck yeah. person. We don't know. I'd have thrown little Billy in a pack and play, like, <laughs> gone in, dude. Uh, but, I mean, I instantly feel like once you get married, not that your other family's not important, they're extremely Leave important. Leave and cleave, baby. Your, yeah, your wife and your fam your kid, they're your priority now. Like, you, yeah. they take precedent over anything else so pressing yeah, well, charges is probably and the big <laughs> thing is you know sure like as as a male you know yeah you definitely want to you don't want to like punch your mother in the face you know like you you don't want to take physical retribution against your mother um so in that it's like yeah dude like if your mother is not in her right mind maybe not even mentally ill, just being a complete jerk, you know, selfish, prideful, aggressive, whatever. There's a point in time where it's like, if you are physically assaulting my wife and putting her life in danger and my kid's life in danger, it's no question for me. It's like, man, I'm going to mourn and I'm going to be sad and hurt because it's like, that's my mom, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously, I don't know the relationship that they have. I don't know if any traumas happened to where she's become aggressive, if she's always kind of been that kind of way. I mean, they said that, you know, they didn't recognize her. Um, so maybe even not, if that's the case, maybe not, you know, prison time, but some mental health institution time or rehab or some kind of facility. But that's definitely not something where you just kind of sweep it under the rug and forget it. You know, because that crap will happen again. It's not a if it happens again, it's a when it happens again. Because yeah. threats were made, things were done, physical action was taken, and nobody should live with that. Like, your wife should not have to live under a roof with those threats still in existence and with, you know, somebody who's already physically assaulted her. Like, no, you need to press charges and she needs to face a consequence for what she's done. I agree. And this is one of those either you are you need to um agree to go into some type of rehab or I'm pressing charges like yeah like you have to give an ultimatum because otherwise they're not gonna make the decision to do what's right yeah way too many families they something crazy happens whether it's like a kid getting molested or somebody getting physically assaulted or so on and so forth I mean fill in the blank you know like everybody's heard of a situation like that. And because it's a part of a family and a family member's done it, people are so quick to be like, oh, you know, we'll just don't, don't let it happen again. Or, you know, at least try to sweep it under the rug and be like, you know, make sure you're sorry or so on and so forth. And every single instance of that crap happening, it was not a one and done ordeal. It's something that was consistently happening months and years. And people just try to look away because they didn't want to deal with the ramifications legally. 
And it's, dude, if you, if you know of your, like, if you're an adult and your sibling or your cousin or whoever, like, if there's a creepy uncle and he is looking and touching your daughters or your sons, do something about it. Call the police. If somebody's beating on somebody, do something. Call the police. You know, don't, like, you're being more of a coward by not doing something about it, you know? And it's like, if you don't want to call the police, I ain't going to tell you what to do, but you need to make it to where somebody is not doing something to somebody, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm sorry if my actions are distracting. I had a, um, <laughs> my charger <laughs> was in the wall and, um, it was hanging out in the prongs were like exposed, exposed. And I was like, exposed. A, a, I was like, is this a fire hazard? And I was just sitting here getting more and more anxious, just looking at it. And fire um, marshals watching right now. Just <laughs> I'm sorry to take the <laughs> take the lens off of such a serious issue. <laughs> I feel bad, but I was like, they're gonna be like, I mean, if this once again, I don't know when our video is getting back up, but it's because the video they're gonna see my arm like on the screen and me doing <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I promise I'm listening. It's an, um, but yeah, I mean, ooh, just because family is family doesn't mean you have to let them get away with stuff. Hundred yeah. percent agree. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. Yeah, it's ooh. so. Speaking of family. Uh, this says my mom has cameras all over the house. Is it weird that my mom has cameras everywhere? I feel like she's always listening even when she's not there. It makes me paranoid. It's not like I'm hiding anything, but I feel like I have no privacy. And oddly enough, whenever I go anywhere else, like a friend's or family's house, I can't help but to think that they have cameras all over their house and they um they have no privacy. I have no privacy there either. I don't really know why I'm like this. I feel like she eavesdrops and listens to conversations when I'm on the phone and such. It will notify her if there's sound or motion detected. She knows that when I come and go to the house, from the house, she constantly checks the cameras when she is home and when I'm with her. So I assume she does it when she's away, if not more. I just feel like why, or I just feel like I want to know why I am so paranoid for no reason. I don't think it's for no reason. You know, I think, man, that definitely has caused paranoia. Like that brings a whole nother level to the term helicopter parent. You know, it's like, dude, maybe the mom's a paranoid one. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's just jumping onto them. Yeah. It just gives cause. Absolutely. Um, Dude, the cameras all over the house. I get, I get security. I get observation, I get, you know, so on and so forth. Um, kind of vague on what all over that house means. You know, I yeah. think if it's in a living room, um, you know, bedroom is pushing it. I think there's maybe an age limit. We got cameras in the bathrooms? Yeah, and then I was like, I was getting there, like, and then in the bathroom, <laughs> you know, like, because bedroom, I get it, like, you want to be able to observe your kid, make sure they're safe, make sure they don't get into any yeah, stupid I mean, stuff. Like obviously, like a baby <clears throat> monitor or something like that's yeah. fine. Like, and then, and I think there, I think there's like an age. I think there's an age limit there. You know, once they kind of get into their teenage, you know, older kid years, um, especially if it's like a 15 year old kid, like a dude, like I don't want to know what goes on in their bedroom anyway. You yeah, know, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You're hurting you yourself. Your imagination. I don't. I do not want to know what happens in my kid's 15 year old room. You know, no. um, because I think you know I would love to hope that as a parent I would instill principles, you know, in my kids where they would make good decisions. But at the end of the day, they're human. You know, yeah, like, I, and I, I mean, think they they're gonna make mistakes. They're gonna learn from those mistakes. 
but they also they need to have a little bit of freedom because i think ignorance can be bliss sometimes <laughs> you know like um bedroom yeah i would like let them be able to change clothes in their bedroom without have feeling watched you know mm-hmm. like yeah let them do whatever they're going to do in their bedroom have their own space it that being provided they act like they have earned that trust you know True. like i think there's a difference bathroom no question like crap in peace shower in peace not like just don't don't do that don't be that parent uh living room public living rooms you know like in the house sure like put cameras in there i think one for security um to like being able to observe what's going on in your house i think is important you know i think i think even even like having a camera that goes to like your kid's door is even okay just to see who's going in and out of their room um but i would give them privacy for inside their room i think because that's going to lead to paranoia you know i think their parents actions led to that paranoia because it's like if you always feel like you're being watched because you are always being watched that's going to follow you everywhere and now you're just leading into your kid being a little bit crazy too as an adult you know the cycle continues (laughs) yes it was wild I mean, I agree that you should not. I, you gotta let you gotta let kids make bad decisions. Like as, as much as it hurts, as much as you know you can prevent it. Now, there's a difference between not giving them good advice and you know them making a bad decision out of ignorance. But if they're making a bad decision and they've been informed, that's a learning experience for them because it's gonna come back to bite them. Unless you know it's something that's like dangerous like they could like you know like ruin their life by it i mean i mean there's limits to it (laughs) yeah they're gonna make a bad decision somewhere yeah you know like if they know that you're super anal about stuff and don't let anything happen they're always being watched they're gonna end up going someplace else you know and doing something someplace else and that's where it comes into you cannot control how your kid thinks and acts in a moment, but you can prepare them and set roadblocks in place to where if they have a firm of enough foundation to where they know right from wrong, like that, that continues in that trust cycle. You know, it's like if they want to do something stupid, you going crazy in the house and watching their every move, isn't going to prevent them from doing something stupid. You You can't just physically, prevent present roadblocks for kids like you have to instill truths in them to to make roadblocks Wait, I, I, so many people miss that i hear you saying roadblocks but i just keep hearing roadblocks <laughs> <laughs> somebody loves roadblocks <laughs> i mean if you want to end the podcast and go play it's okay ronald <laughs> like, <does> he... <laughs> I actually have no idea what Roblox is. Me <laughs> that's, the, that's the beauty of this. I have. <clears throat> we had a kid in our youth group a couple years ago that liked Roblox, and he talked about something. I, it's, I think it's called Robux or something like yeah. that. <laughs> where yeah. Where like you can spend money, but every time he said that, I just immediately went to Daddy Robux and not like <laughs> Roblox. And so, uh, I don't know. I still have nothing. I've got. I've got no knowledge of it. I guess it's something like 
Minecraft or building blocks or something like that. That's I just don't. My, I think it's like my a biggest community. Like there's so much stuff randomly packed into that game that I have no idea what the basis of it is anymore. <laughs> gotcha. Not that I ever did. Uh, but yeah. if you're listening and know what Roblox is, you can let us know. But I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we might mention it on the next. Podcast. I might read it for my own just knowledge, but. <laughs> Okay. Pass. <laughs> How much time off work would be acceptable if I were sprayed by a skunk? My job can be done from home, but they want us to come back in the office where I would be in close proximity to others. There's a skunk in my driveway, and I need to decide before it leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to get sprayed by the skunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'll have to go Man, in. <laughs> when when I had that epiphany, I immediately went to that first scene of holes where uh, <laughs> my dude is walking up to the rattlesnake with his sock off. And he's just like, man, barf bag, it ain't worth it. And he's like, oh, no, it's worth it. And he gets bit on the foot by the rattlesnake to leave camp. He's like, man, is it worth it? Do I just walk over to the skunk and get sprayed so I don't have to go to work today? <laughs> I mean, how many days do you think that's gonna book you off? <clears throat> I don't know. I've never, I've never experienced skunkitude. Let me, let me Google, let me Google how long it takes to get skunk smell off. Skunk smell. Because I, I mean, mean, I think there are remedies. Yeah, there's like tomato to baths, stuff smell. like that. Because the other question here is: Are you married? Do you have kids? Do you do you live with other people? <laughs> yeah, are they gonna have to? Because you're about to be ostracized. Punishment of your decision. Can you imagine just looking at a skunk in the driveway and being just like, "Is it worth it? Is this the time? <laughs> like, how bad do you hate <laughs> yeah, your? How office? bad is your job? <laughs> like, they're fine with doing the job at home. They just don't want to go into the office. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't know. How do you feel about? So if you. If you don't remove skunk smell, it can take 14 to 21 days. Hey, be like, I can't leave the house to go get stuff from the store. Uh, well, I guess you can get Instacart now. It's over. Never mind. You ain't got no excuse. But here's the deal. If what, <laughs> what is stopping them, if, they're, if their excuse is just not to want to go back into the office, and they're already being, they're already lying and being deceitful about, being sprayed by skunk, right? They are going to go and do this on purpose. What is stopping you from just not getting straight sprayed by a skunk and just telling them, "Hey, I got sprayed by a skunk today. I'm not coming in." You That's know? true. I, I, That's I, the new my grandma's in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I can't show up. Like my grandma died. Oh no, I got sprayed by a skunk. Because you know what? You only get two grandmas. But there are unlimited supply of skunks. And I think you're a less worse human being for putting your work absence or school absence on your grandma dying when she didn't actually die. (laughs) More statistically probable, your grandma passing away on any given day for an excuse for getting sprayed by a skunk any day. Probably depends on where you live. (laughs) Yeah. Is this a common problem, places of skunk? Is this this a regional statistic? (laughs) But... My thing is why I don't understand like like if it especially if it was like advertised as a remote job, what if they're making them come in and it's like why why do I have to because I applied for a remote job yeah, I think it it's probably more on the more side of like we're remote just because of covid, yeah, and then now people are coming back into the office, 
I feel like it benefits businesses to do remote if it can be done efficiently. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are able to monitor work progress, like your key performance indicators. They can see based off of your computer. So they can see if you're being productive or not. They're not having to pay for Wi-Fi. They're not having to pay for electricity because you're covering all those bills. Well, then, so hey, well, maybe you're doing the company a favor. Um, but i do not i don't i don't advise um yeah would not uh, advise getting sprayed by a skunk just for the sanity of your household yeah um and i mean you have to live with that like you have to live with smelling like straight butt that's true that's on you i mean you want to get sprayed by a skunk and not go to my office do it you got 14 to 21 days to make something happen but true i wouldn't i would find a work from home job or see if you can, or maybe you know, if you just want to be a jerk, say, "Hey, I got sprayed by a skunk," when you didn't really get sprayed by a skunk. What if you start but... breeding skunks for domestic <laughs> pet use? Because that's I'm a thing. skunk breeder. Because I want to consistently get sprayed. Well, they they what they do is they remove their stink sacs when they're babies, like that part, and then they sell them as pets, exotic pets. <laughs> Not the stink sack. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but we're just going to call it that for the sake of the Oh, um. my gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so oh, get rid of your little stink bag. Your little stink sack. <laughs> I don't like the terminology. <laughs> <laughs> this says how to address upstairs neighbors who walk very loudly. This is a little bit of a read. My roommate and I moved into a really nice apartment complex. It's the nicest place I've ever lived, and I'm still shocked we're able to afford it. In March, in almost every way, the place is great. It's bigger than our old place, has valet trash pickup. The balcony faces the doll walk area, so we always have a nice view of greenery and trees and people playing with their cute dogs, and this is somehow cheaper than our old place. This is these really. There really is only one downside, and I'm worried it could end up being a big problem. Our upstairs neighbors stomp. I really wish I could somehow see what they're doing because it literally sounds like someone throwing a tantrum and stomping their feet on purpose, you know. But it goes on intermittently all day long, as often as late as 2, a. 2 or 3 a.m. For what I've been able to glean, there appear to be somewhere between two to four young men living up there. I don't know how they could not be aware of how loud their footfalls are. If it was just me, I'd probably let it slide as I'm pretty good at t- t- tuning out extraneous noise. But my roommate is very sensitive to the sound, and she's gotten pretty upset about it. There has been more than one occasion where she's in her room trying to sleep, the stomping started, and she'd come out nearly in tears because it's keeping her awake. Occasionally, she pulled out a broom and banged it on the ceiling, but that didn't appear to have any effect. Both of us had talked to management about it. They said they'd do something, but nothing changed. I even went up once, and I left a note on their door, a polite one, but I don't even know if they saw it because, again, nothing changed. I'm not 100% sure they can speak English because the times I've heard them talking to each other on the balcony, it's been in, in parentheses, I think, question mark, Arabic. I'm worried that when it comes time to renew my lease, my roomie won't want to keep living here because of this. I really don't want to move again. I hate moving and I like this place, but I couldn't afford it without her half of the rent. What else can we do to fix this problem? Are we going to have to go up there and, once again, in parentheses, gulp, try to talk to them in person? <laughs> What a millennial slash Gen Z <laughs> post. Am I going to have to go talk to go them? Talk to them? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Stuff. 
dude um this immediately took me to that that geico commercial where it was like we have a clogging problem upstairs <laughs> and it's like the family of cloggers <laughs> uh oh man <laughs> dude yeah that it's a sucky situation and it's funny because you know partially you're kind of like man am i getting prorated for this like noise problem upstairs do i get cheaper rent like does my landlord give me cheaper rent because this apartment has a high turnover rate your problem gets fixed and this automatically goes up four hundred dollars a month in rent it's like uh, you can stomp again you're not paying for the loud arabic family anymore dude yeah it's it sucks to have inconsiderate neighbors like i used to have neighbors that would blast music every 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 saturday morning and it like our apartment walls were so thin you know and i could literally i could some nights i could hear they had like a sound system and i could tell their tv was like like right up against the wall (laughs) and so like i could hear there were times where i could hear every word of what movie they were watching i mean it's not free movies (laughs) it's like dude yeah, but I'm listening to the I radio. Was, what is this, no. 1940? I was just like, <laughs> it's like it was so crazy. Uh, and it, I, yeah, I can, I can guarantee. Like, I know that it sucks so much to have inconsiderate neighbors because if you want to be loud, get a better job and go buy, like, go buy a house. You did know, you like? Did you talk to them about it? Yeah, I, we did. Like, and especially my mom, because like, so. For those of you that don't know, my mother is deaf. <laughs> like my mom is deaf and she wears a hearing aid to receive some kind of noise to just to alert her. You know, if somebody wants her attention or yeah. if there's a car honking or sirens or something and she could hear crap coming through the wall. And like I would tell her, like, do the neighbors are listening to music or they're watching a movie really loud or something. And so they would they would come in and out. And we had, we, and granted, we had to speak to them a few times, um, and they just ended up moving out eventually. But I, it would like, it would go for a couple weeks and then start again. And we'd be like, "Look, I don't want to hear your crap," you know. And then it would go away for a couple weeks. Then it right. would come back. Um, and some people are just crazy. Like they were, they were moving <laughs> in. They're moving in, and the landlord, um, the landlord or whoever told them, "Hey, the neighbors are deaf." <laughs> they said, yeah. "All right, bet." <laughs> yeah, not their that's son, true. you jerks. <laughs> oh, Dude, that's my, terrible. Uh, my wife, her grandma lives in an apartment complex right now, and there has been a cacophony of events. Like apparently, cacophony? he's just an ex- he's like apparently just like he's an eccentric artist type person, but also an alcoholic. And so he like she's had a whole bunch of problems. Like he has plants upstairs, and so he waters all his plants, but it's like causing their awning and stuff to dry rot. Because what of kind of water. plants? I have no. I I think they're like legitimate plants. Not there like are no plants. No, no purple lights or anything. Yeah, no. Okay. I think they're legitimate, <laughs> just like house plants hanging from like outside. But it's like causing the awning to like rot because he waters them every day. He like stomps and bangs, but he's like on a he's on a flip cycle because. He's like awake all night because he sleeps all day from just drinking and partying or whatever. And so at nighttime when he's wide awake, her grandma's trying to sleep and she's like, just, oh, you know what? I go to sleep. And he's just like banging, jumping up and down and all this crap. This <laughs> is terrible. And going crazy. And apparently they've had a few interactions, but he's just like this weird eccentric person and seems really sketchy. So he like, 
he's brought her down like food before, but she just like throws it in the trash just on the off chance that it's poisoned. And like, apparently a couple weeks ago, somebody like she, she'll go and she does the old lady. I'm going to bang the the ceiling with a, with a broom, you know, to get them to shut up. And he's complained about her bathroom vent being on and being able to hear her bathroom vent like through the floor. And so they just had this weird battle going on right now. And apparently the other, <laughs> the other week she opened up her or somebody like rung her doorbell or not on her door or something. And when she went to answer it, nobody was there. And she looked down and there was like a little ancient, like little treasure box kind of thing. What? That looks super vintage. And she opened it and there was a note inside of it. And it said, are you scared? <laughs> no. And so she like closed it and threw it. <laughs> and just shut the door. And ha- nothing else has happened since then. Like she didn't reply to anything. I was like, are you, you should have just, you should have wrote a message and was like, no, I got a shotgun come at me or something like that, you know, but. She like threw it back and then she went to go check for it later on and it was gone. But you should fear me. <laughs> like it's Yeah, for real. She's like, I'm ninety years old. I beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I um And so I don't know. That's just that's crazy. That's I, I mean, I would I've been like, what if there's anthrax? <laughs> like what what's going on here? Yeah, dude. Or like fentanyl or something, 'cause that all that stuff going on lately. You can't you can't open nothing anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean at the end of the day, the solution for all, the solution for us, you know, though it was periodically temporary, if it's loud and it bothers you, go talk to them. You yeah. know, like chances are, sure they they don't care. You can take other avenues, like speaking to your landlord or, you know, filing a noise complaint with the police. You know, there are avenues to go, uh, but most of the time, uh, I think especially here, I don't know where you're located, but you know, in North Carolina, for the most part if somebody's being loud, like they'll, they'll be considerate for a little bit of time. Cause I think, I don't think our neighbors, when they got to being loud again, I don't think they were doing it maliciously. I think they just were used to living loudly and yeah, you just kind of, you just don't think kinda, about it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think people care, um, for the most part. And if you say, Hey, you know, it's a little bit loud. I can hear you guys like all the time. Could you mind being quiet or at least, you know, a specific time of day like hey after nine o'clock could you guys just dial it down if you, you know, live up so north so i'm sorry it's not getting fixed <laughs> <laughs> well dude i i will say man the whole southern hospitality cold shoulder of the north thing is very real <laughs> and it is so real, huh? some i think you just run into more harsh cold people who just don't care you know up north than you than you do here, but they exist everywhere. I mean, I've met Southern butt holes. So, I mean, I think just statistically speaking, yeah, you, you come across it more up there. So by the numbers, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, for sure. So we got one more. I lost my friend group because I do not care about the English monarchy pretty much in the title, but the queen recently passed. My friends were upset about this. I'm, it may be because of my mental disability, but I cannot comprehend why they are upset about it. The royal family has done many bad things in the past, and may, and my friend group knows nothing about them. The royal family will never know them personally, so it really eats me up that why they that they feel bad over it. But anyway, they demonized me for feeling nothing towards the queen, 
and I want to see if others agree with my view because it's really eating me up inside. <laughs> yeah, the queen is England's Betty White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. And I could, I definitely feel like this was written by somebody with Asperger's. Because yeah, they're like, probably. I don't know. I don't have the sympathy because I'm just super rational and logic, like logical right now. You there know? is, on the other hand, an American obsession with the British royalty. Yeah, and I have no idea why. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I'm, I feel bad. Like, oh, the Queen's dead. But I'm not like, I don't feel any personal emotion about it. Like, I'm like, oh, that's sad. To kind of like, you would be like, oh, you read the newspaper and you see like a, 95 year old man passed away oh that's sad but they lived to be 95 96 years old they lived a long life you know like so yeah and according to everything that i've seen you know like she claims to have been a believer like was good friends with billy graham like, yeah a lot of religious circles you know she claims to to know jesus and man there's there's confidence in that you know i kind of rejoice in the fact that Man, the queen has laid her crown down at the foot of the king, you know, and she's going to be rejoicing for the rest of eternity with him. Uh, that's pretty cool, you know, because yeah. I, I mean, I have no emotional tie. Like you were saying, like, I've got no emotional tie to the queen. Honestly, I didn't have any emotional tie to Betty White either. You know, it's just, they just became one of those things um, where people were like, no, they're supposed to live forever. The queen's <laughs> immortal. <laughs> and uh, well, it was funny because, you know, when we found out, my wife was like, man, I didn't think she was ever going to die. Like, yeah. not in like, man, I didn't think she was ever going to die. But I just thought she was going to live forever. Your wife hates you the know? Queen of England. She was, like, <laughs> she was like, man, I just thought, you know, I just kind of thought she was going to live forever because she just has, she's been around for all of our lifetimes. She's been queen for our parents' entire lifetimes and has been alive for generations. You know, yeah. I mean, people just knew her just the queen, you know. And so I think that was more of a sense of, man, I just thought she was always going to be around. But I think especially here on the other side of the pond, we just, there's no affiliation. You know, we just don't, aside from Canada, who's still, you know. Well, if, if her statements were correct, God did in fact save the queen. Yeah. <laughs> the queen has been saved. The eagle has landed. <laughs> the package has been retrieved. Uh, yeah. Do they um? Is there is there national anthem? I, I didn't Google this the other day. I know it's God Save the Queen. Do they change it to King when it's a King? Or <laughs> I don't know. I I, I just <laughs> that's such a good question. I don't. I mean, they haven't thought about it in a while, so maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I, thought... I mean, they they'd have to if they're still gonna. They're actually psych King Charles. We're still gonna talk about. QE2. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about you. I mean, he's going to have like a five-year reign. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's old. Yeah. He's I mean, I'm not old. saying he's going to die in five years. I don't wish that upon him. I'm just saying. You heard it here, folks. King Charles <laughs> is going to die in five years. <laughs> I mean, probability-wise. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it's just like with the British weddings, everyone went crazy. Like, oh, we have to watch it on TV. I'm like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> like, so I can relate yeah. with them, but I mean, at least they're aware that their lack of sympathy may be because of their mental disability. That's very, that's a very self-aware thing to say, and it's not something everyone would say. Yeah, it's all tradition, you know, it's like, 
they do it because it's like the longest standing thing, you know, it's a big deal. It's something that people have done for centuries, but I mean, they're, they're just people, you know, cause I mean, I don't, I don't even think the monarchs rule anything anymore. Like I don't, the, I don't think they do parliament. anything. Yeah. I don't think they do anything legislative anymore. Like I don't think they make any executive orders when it comes to like the law and how things are run. I think now a lot of it now is just like, they're just there and it's a piece of, you know, yeah, the, uh, apparently the um, Queen Elizabeth, um, she, I went, when I went to London, they said that like, because we went and saw Buckingham Palace and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't actually stay there. She spent most of her time in Wales in her, like apparently a lot of like her room for messy and stuff. And she would eat her food out of Tupperware. <laughs> like, so, I mean, just a human. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And that's the big thing, you know, like. At the end of the day, they're they're all humans with flaws, and they make mistakes. And so, I think it's okay to mourn the death of somebody, but yeah, I don't think we should mourn the death of a stranger more than we would mourn the death of a family member. You know, yeah, like, there's people who I probably got more upset about the queen dying than if they heard like their second cousin died. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so I think, and I think everybody processes things differently. So it's okay to, you know, to mourn that death differently than other people do, and. If yeah, your friend exactly. group disowned you because you weren't like in agony that the queen died, <laughs> probably weren't a great friend group to be a part yeah, of in the first place. That's not on you, Chief. <laughs> your, uh, you might want to find um, some friends that aren't. Uh, I mean, I don't say this in like a like a way it sounds, but British ro- loyal loyalist, like yeah, British I mean, loyalist. You can take that teeth, throw it in the. <laughs> You uh, throw it in the river and go find a patriot. Go <laughs> <laughs> hang out with Paul Revere or somebody. Oh man, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I have nothing against um, I have nothing against the great land of Great Britain. I mean, also granted, with how America is going these days, they could be people that <laughs> are Americans. <laughs> And they're they're Americans, and their friends are like, "You should be so upset that the Queen is dead right now." <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't even like you have a president. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're not even affiliated with the there's Queen. People, you live in America. There's so many people that would be so much more upset that the Queen of England died than the president. The president got like assassinated or something. Ooh, that's I'm another. A, I'm, uh, I'm, that's I'm a can of worms. We should end on that. <laughs> I, I'm on a, I'm on a list now, and I, I assure you, I have no um, intentions. Uh, your, your FBI agent just crossed out your name, bro. <laughs> I support our leadership. Okay, I Nate support Pearson our leadership. Just said the president is going to be assassinated. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> I repeat, Nate Pearson said he was going to assassinate Joe Biden. <laughs> I think I just heard my front door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your wife actually stands up and like unzippers herself and it's a men in black <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh uh, man alright so taking applications for a new host <laughs> <laughs> oh man if I'm not if you never see another upload with me in it just know that's what happened that I need to dis- blow up this po- episode because I need it as security this whole um, episode gets wiped bro <laughs> No, <laughs> I go missing. You go missing. Everybody's missing. Because Nate uh, can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> I once again say I, I support our American leadership at all times. 
may not always agree. He said, he said Heil I Biden. <laughs> I support. I support our American leadership at all times. Oh, uh, not. I support at all times. I don't endorse at all times. <laughs> but, you know. Heil. Heil Biden. <laughs> all right i can't swing this a good way so we're just gonna go we're just gonna go ahead and end this uh ronald do you want to tell them where to find us yes sir all right guys if you have any questions any advice any comments concerns uh anything that you'd like to communicate with us and communicate to the rest of the free world god bless america you can submit an email at smalltalk.smallworldmedia at gmail.com uh, shoot us a, you can even shoot us a DM on Instagram, you know, so on and so forth. And we'll make sure that we'll get back to you guys. And uh, if it's good enough, we'll talk about it on the next episode. And, right. uh, be sure to give us a five-star rating review. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog, whoever has access to. Neighbors goldfish. On uh, whoever has access to, to podcasts on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, um, all your major streamings. And uh We'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Later.